welcome to the Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We're guys from Ohio. I'm Chris Pugh. I got with me Joe Frost and Paul Yanchek. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing Good. great. I'll jump in because I know that's the that's what I'm supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> You guys. I think we're doing good. I think uh, you know we've got a lot of a lot of uh, uh, good po- good positive vibes off of the the W from last week, and we're ready to to mock some uh, some other teams and cities because clearly that's what's helping the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> right now. It's not any other phase of the game. It's purely right. the mocking <laughs> part of the game. Well, and it was a strange win. I mean, they beat one of the top teams in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans, which is right. very strange game to say the without least. Without Derrick Henry, well, P- Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, everybody's without somebody right now. Cleveland Browns played He's without half the team. <laughs> well, yeah, the Steelers didn't get two. They, the, they were the Cleveland tan this week. They didn't even have. They couldn't make full brown. <laughs> Well, let me try this again. The Steelers, you know, didn't get 200 yards of total offense last week. No, <laughs> uh, the Titans got over 200 yards of rushing, which that's not a good thing in the NFL. When you're giving up 200 plus yards defensively on the ground, um, one time that's kind of embarrassing. I think this is like the third or fourth time the Steelers have done that this year alone. Sure, which is tough. Um, really, you know, the Steelers did win the game. They got more points, which matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, some reason, Tensley uh, tried to throw it a little bit more in the second half, which didn't make sense to me. And Tennessee turned the ball over four times. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of confusing why the Steelers won with the stats the way they were. But it's a turnover battle. You know, the Steelers won the turnover battle 4-0, and that helped them to a, a 19-13 win over Tennessee. So, there's always a huge facet of the game as long as they can keep from committing turnovers and get and generate some on the other side. I mean, you're always in every game. Sooners have got a tall task this week is to play another top team in the AFC, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. That game is scheduled for Kansas City. Um, it's scheduled to be the national game in the CBS window. That means you'll see some more Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Again, the game is Kansas, is, is Kansas City good? They're pretty good. You know, it's funny. They start the year kind of rough. The, I'm not paying attention to Kansas City. They've actually played a lot better over the past couple of weeks. But the big question, you know, uh, some of the Kansas City players are in the protocol. And it's gotten to the point where some people are questioning, will this game stay on Sunday? Could it be moved to another day? Uh, like you saw in the NFL happen a couple of times over the past week. Again, we tape the show on Wednesday. These developments change so quickly and briefly. Who knows when the game is going to be played by the time you hear this on Saturday. Uh, but, yeah, keep up daily with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for latest on all that stuff. But, hey, irregardless, we are going to do our best to viciously rip the city of Kansas City, the Kansas City Chiefs, anybody involved with the state of Kansas, you know, Paul and Joe, we say this every week, and nothing is more true in life. We can't bring Steelers Nation together unless we viciously rip on other states and teams. You guys agree? You can't. There's nothing else. That's the only thing that brings Steelers fans <laughs> Nothing together. else in all of <laughs> Well, it's, wow. been, it's been tough years. Is that what we've said? I don't think that's what we've said. Well, 
I, I'm not sure if that's the only thing we could do, but it's a fun thing that we could do together. Potluck? We could do you a know, potluck. No matter how you feel Look about out. certain players, it, it doesn't matter if you're a Big Ben, Big ben fan or a Big Ben opponent. Band I do like together, Big Ben. Right. Mm. Band together by your <laughs> of these other teams. So uh, let's talk about Kansas City this week. Um, uh, here's some reasons. And, you know, we come up with five being the, the power half hour. Uh, first of all, let's start with what happened in 1993. Man, what a year. I, I We're starting with current events. Yes. 1993. <laughs> oh, what a time it was. I was graduating from high school at that time, and the Steelers made the playoffs. It was a wild card game in Kansas City. Very frustrating because they played the rest home of NFL teams. The Chiefs at that time had a old – Joe Montana, uh, old Marcus Allen, and the Chiefs got past the Steelers. I believe the final was 27 to 24. Frustrating day, um, and that's why I don't like the Chiefs. Um, I know this was a while back. Any thoughts on that game or on Joe Montana or the namesake for our very own Marcus Allen, who, who's a linebacker safety for the Steelers? Oh, that's a different Marcus Allen? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was confused at the start. The other Marcus Allen, right. that guy who was a running back. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't really remember the game. I was uh, starting what sophomore year of college, I guess. So, I mean, I, I, I old Joe Montana is still a whole lot better than Neil O'Donnell. So I mean, that okay. no big surprise on that outcome. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, Big Ben's getting older, too. And, you know, we have faith that Big Ben could help the Steelers win a playoff game or two. So, you know, it was the same type of situation, you know. I'm getting pointed at, but no fraud. That's not you. I'm not pointing at you. I'm pointing at Paul. He was making faces when you were saying stuff about them (laughs) being able to make it into the playoffs and possibly still win games. Paul was making faces that he should not be making if he's on this podcast. As of this moment, he's agreeing I, with me. Right, but we can't make faces. It's an audio-only podcast. If we go That's live, why he was trying to get away with making faces. Don't right. you dare, sir. Don't you dare. <laughs> if we ever have live video, then we can make all the faces and you know hand motions and whatever we want to do, but we can't do that right now. It's tough. So, <laughs> very good. All right, uh, let's go to number two. I don't know if I can blame him because he's had a good start to his career, but I think Pat Mahomes is kind of arrogant. Um, you know, he's good. He knows it. Um, probably if I had the arm strength of Pat Mahomes or the skill level or the money that they're paying me, I'd probably be a little bit arrogant too. But as a Steelers fan, it frustrates me. I remember the first time I ever heard of Pat Mahomes. It was uh, his first year as a starter, second year of the season. The Chiefs go into Pittsburgh, and you always hear about, man, what happens when the Steelers play first-year quarterbacks? I'm thinking, great, the Steelers are going to win. And Pat Mahomes turned out throwing six touchdowns to lead the Chiefs to a big win. Uh, so, you know, Mahomes is arrogant. He knows it. I dislike him for that. I'm hoping the Steelers get a good blitz on, and they could have good success on Sunday. Uh, do you, what, what are your guys' thoughts on Pat Mahomes? Um, Paul, I'll start with you. 
I mean, uh, the guy is really good, and I, I'm not convinced that you can function as an NFL quarterback without being arrogant. Uh, some may hide it better than others, uh, but I think they're all pretty arrogant. Um, sure, he maybe shows it more, but uh, at least until this year, he's been backing himself up. But, yeah, it, it's kind of annoying when somebody gets to that level and they know it and they turn into Tom Brady. Yes. Ooh. Well, and I, what I hate about that is that and that's the standard, right? That uh, anytime any quarterback shows any problems at all, he throws the ball and a receiver catches it, everybody wants to start anointing them the new Tom Brady, right? Like that's just, that's just the, the, the way things go. Anytime a, a quarterback wins a game, oh, he's showing flashes just like Tom Brady. Ugh. Yes, because Tom Brady is a quarterback who throws the ball and other people catch it. Um, yeah, there's several parts to the process. I just meant the arrogance of Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. But where where everything crosses the line for me, because I, th- I agree with you. I think you have to have a little bit of swagger. you got to have a chip on your shoulder. Otherwise, you can't really stand back there, command a bunch of uh, you know 300-plus-pound li- uh, linemen to go do your will uh, if you aren't, aren't a little bit arrogant. Is you, you can't be running around trying to throw the ball to all these people without having some arrogance to you. But what gets under my skin is how he has gotten anointed as the next great quarterback. Any other quarterbacks who have not played for like five years, really, they sh- everybody should just shut up. They should just shut up. Don't even talk to me until this person has played for five years. I, maybe even more than five. I want to see them have a devastating injury and come back. Talk to me after they have had a devastating injury where they're no longer 22 years old and they can't run around like crazy uh, and make people miss. Right. Then, uh, then talk to me when, when all of that stuff's gone. Now talk to me about their skill as a quarterback and where, where they've grown and cons- and the consistency over the years. Uh, now Pat Pat Mahomes has put together a couple of years, but this year we're starting to see a lot of a lot of gaps. Things are things are changing in Kansas City. It isn't as perfect as it has been in the past uh, until the past couple of weeks, where they really started putting it together like they have been in the previous years. But earlier in the season, much more beatable, and that's going to be more of a test of trying to come through more of those periods where the wheels have come off. Now we got to put it back together. Um, yeah. So I the arrogance doesn't necessarily bother me as the arrogance of everybody in commentary land anointing this guy, uh, the second coming. I don't have a super rooting interest in the Super Bowl last year. Um, when it was the chiefs against the Ravens, but I will tell you, um, it was kind of interesting to me um, that the – well, not the Chiefs and Ravens. I'm not sure what I'm talking about right now. The Chiefs and the Buccaneers, uh, you know, Brady against Mahomes. Sure. You, you know, it was funny because Mahomes was this – he got blitzed. He got rushed all game long. And I got a weird satisfaction off of it. I wasn't rooting <laughs> for Brady in the game, but it was like, all right, you are facing difficulty for the first time. This is what could happen. And I'll tell you, 
we'll talk about this at the end of the show. But I think the Steelers, if they get, can get a blitz on Mahomes, they, they've got a legitimate chance on Sunday because Mahomes doesn't react well when he faces a lot of pass rush. Uh, and we do have that. Yeah. Let's move on to the next topic. Um, there's no city in America that has perfect weather. But, you know, some of these towns that the Steelers have played against, Buffalo, Minnesota, have had really adverse weather, big weather that comes down. And we've gotten to the point where we've gone as far as in Buffalo, we said, you got to get the inhabitants of Buffalo out of the town for the safety of the residents because of the crazy weather. This place is too dangerous. Kansas City is part of Tornado Alley. Now, I understand. Tornadoes don't come through Kansas City every day. I get that. But why would you normally choose to live in Kansas City unless you lost a bet? Why would you live in Tornado Alley? Any any thoughts on why you might do that? I don't know, but Wizard of Oz doesn't take place in Mississippi. Right. It's true. A lot I, of other, I, a lot of other really... A lot of other movies with really bad news do take place in Mississippi. <laughs> I, I was terrified of tornadoes growing up. Uh, even you know, in Cleveland, for as non-frequent as they are in Cleveland, I was terrified of tornadoes. So I would never move to Kansas anywhere near that, it. That just about is what that's that's what does it though is familiarity with them and with. Uh, with that kind of adverse weather, you know what you're looking at. You know what to do if there's a problem. Uh, yeah, I've lived in Florida. I've lived in Mississippi. Uh, I lived in Virginia. All of those places, I was hit by hurricanes. And now I know what to do during a hurricane. Uh, and I know what to look for, what to expect. And I don't have to listen to the weather channel because they are their job is to hype it up. The same thing happens when you live in Kansas. <laughs> You know what to look for, and you know how to hide. You know, you know how to get out of the way, uh, especially now with all of the the weather tracking that they've got. So, yeah, I mean, you don't want to move to Tornado Alley, but at the same time, uh, you don't have to be entirely terrified of it the way Paul was as a child. I don't really even think you got to be terrified of anything. I'm just saying, you know, we're asked to say why. Pittsburgh is better than Kansas City. And yeah, I'm not a big fan of Pittsburgh traffic, but I'd say Pittsburgh traffic a million times out of a million over there living in Tornado Alley. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, no, I, I guess. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't deal with it daily. <laughs> okay. I'll work remote. You know, that way you don't have to deal with it daily. How about that? So it should be good. Well, hey, I'll, we'll get back, but first of all, let's take a break. Here on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and uh, Pittsburgh Steeler Radio. Uh, We'll be right back. Welcome back, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour. Once again, I'm Chris Pugh. I'm here with Joe Frost, Paul Yanchek. We're the guys from Ohio. We, we like the Steelers. 
and were kind of trying to unify Steeler Nation by ripping on other cities and teams. And this week we have our sights set on the Kansas City and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, we talked about everything from um, the 93 playoff game where Joe Montana and Marcus Allen uh, beat Neil O'Donnell of the Steelers. Uh, we talked about the arrogance of Pat Mahomes. And we talked a little bit about Tornado Alley. Uh, I want to get to my fourth reason now. I think Kansas City sports are boring. The Royals, they've won, I understand. I don't know any Royals. I mean, the, Cincinnati Royals, I don't even know the, the city's name. I say Cincinnati Royals. That was a basketball team with Oscar Robertson a while back. Uh, the Kansas City Royals. You know, I remember Frank White and George Brett, guys from oh, the yeah. 80s. Yeah, you're talking. There you go. You. George Brett was amazing. I, I don't know if I can name two Kansas City players since then. The Royals are boring. I mean, it took Pat Mahomes buying part of the team to make anybody give a care about the Royals. You know, they're boring. Um, look at Well, there were a lot of other teams that cared about the Royals because anytime any of the Royals were any good, they would be signed away to other teams. Right. Like, and like to be fair, I think I think baseball's in a period now where there's very few known players. There's just not the big names like there were a few years ago. And I don't disagree with that. I think that's a good point. But I kind of look at it and say, well, baseball's in trouble when you have, you know, cities where, where guys that you just don't know. I mean, to become a viable sport and become a viable organization, you, you've got to have players that people recognize, and, and they just don't have that right now. Um, I look at Kansas. What a historical college. Um, you know, basketball was, in essence, founded there. Uh, the Kansas Jayhawk football team is awful. They're one of the worst uh, college football teams in America right now. And although the basketball team has had its share of success over the years, they have not been a super viable national contender recently. It's almost like they're living off their tradition, you know, where what have you done for me lately? They haven't really done that for a while. I, I don't know. I think Kansas, Kansas City sports is boring. Uh, their soccer team is called Sporting Kansas City. Because your team's name is Sporting Kansas City, does that make you an impressive team? I don't know. I, I, I it's just Ask a the Washington football team. Yeah, it's just a boring, <laughs> boring sports city. And you know, Morning KC talking- is, is that that's based off of a more European way of naming a team. So not to not to defend Sporting KC, but that's a very European way of naming a team. So I, throw I mean, that I out give, there. I give credit to Pat Mahomes because if it wasn't for Pat Mahomes, the city would be incredibly boring. At least Pat Mahomes has been somewhat successful. He brought some excitement to the city, but where is it? Um, you know, and I appreciate what we said about Sporting Kansas City. Um, you know, it's a European thing, but how does it help Kansas City out? Do, uh, do Joe, you know where Kansas City is? Isn't Europe? Oh, yes, it's not, it's not in Europe. We don't even know if it's in Kansas or Kansas or Missouri, right? So you right. know, and technically it's both, but still, used to be in Kansas, then a tornado blew it to Missouri. There you go, and everybody <laughs> rebuilt. And now, oh, shoot, we're in Missouri. <laughs> and, and, hey, we're a professional sports podcast. We talk about professional sports. Um, we got some concern from a, a listener last week 
saying that we miss the vibrant sports, youth sports scene in Nashville. Okay, so if you're out there going, they have a great softball program for kids. No, we're talking about the pro sports in your town, and they are boring, to say the least. Joe, any other thoughts about kids in sports? Well, you, you kind of really just put a nail in the coffin there. Like, what are you supposed to say after that? <laughs> well, here's what, here's what, let's move to the next uh, thing. I read over like things to do in Kansas city. There was nothing very super distinctive in terms of the great things to do, but I found this other website and um, I sent you guys a copy of this. Uh, these are things to do in, in Kansas and they, they're very weird, quirky things to do in Kansas. Um, and I think you didn't get the exact link I was looking for, but you know, they had everything from a ball of twine to, um, you know, it sounds like Kansas is filled with just weird, quirky, touristy type things that I guess if you're, you know, you're laughing on the way somewhere and you say, Hey, I want to see the world's biggest ball of twine. You laugh. But I don't think anyone's flying to Kansas to see the world's biggest ball of twine. They recognize that you're only driving through there on your way to someplace else more interesting to go. Right. And you got to stop somewhere. <laughs> Isn't that their city motto? Like, you got to stop somewhere. The, you got to stop somewhere. <laughs> well, they have the Glore Psychiatric Museum, right? Who doesn't want to stop That's at a, a museum of psychiatric <laughs> stuff? There's the not far away is the Puppetry Arts Institute. You got Leela's Ooh. Hair Museum. Who doesn't want to see a museum of people's hair? They also have Fair Michael point. Jackson's hair and Queen Victoria's hair and Marilyn Monroe. There you go. You can check and, out the hair. Right. And that's <laughs> what you have. My carousel museum. Thank goodness, Pat Mahomes came to Kansas City. There's a whole town. I mean, the whole. I wonder if he's been to the care. Do you think he's been to the carousel museum? I'm shocked that Patrick Mahomes is invested in the state of Kansas because, I mean, I mean, what's there? I I mean, mean, he didn't have a choice, right? Like he has to. (laughs) He had to go where they, they hired him. But he buckled down. He said, hey, I'm going to buy a part of the Broyles. I, I mean, he's investing in the city, which, you know, hey, good, I guess. But it's it just well, LeBron's not LeBron's now part owner of the Penguins, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What? LeBron's part of, the, part of the ownership group that bought the Penguins. Yeah, it happened about a week that's, ago. That's weird, right? Like, that's not a normal thing. Um. <laughs> The ownership group also owns the Red Sox and I think Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So LeBron's a Pittsburgher. Maybe next he can play time for the Steelers. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. That should be good. Wide receiver. We need someone to catch the ball. Yeah, that's true. Hey, l- let's close out this podcast. Um, let's talk a little bit about Sunday's game. Um, the game's slated to be on Sunday. Kansas City is getting a lot of COVID cases from what we're hearing. Um, you know, so you're telling me there's a chance. 
the game's <laughs> going to be played sometime this weekend. Again, please keep up with BeyondSteelCurtain.com for the latest on if there's a time change or whatever the case might be. Um, call me crazy. I think the Steelers have a legitimate chance to win this game. You're crazy. Uh, the, the Steelers are a very imperfect team. Um, they have issues. They need, but I, I looking at this without some with Kelsey and Hill and some of the other Chiefs that are um, subjected to the protocol list. I think they can win. I think they can get a blitz on Mahomes, and when you get a blitz on Mahomes and he gets pressured, he doesn't do that well. I, I see this being like a twenty-one twenty game again, very close. But I think one the series could accidentally pull out at the end. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Comes down to turnovers. If the if uh, if the Mahomes from earlier in the season shows up, and uh, you know doesn't if if there are enough uh, Chiefs out and not available to play, Mahomes pushes and tries to make things happen where it probably shouldn't. Uh, because he is going to be on the run because of the pressure from, from the Steelers defense. Uh, there's a chance that we could pull out some, some turnovers if it happens. And if we keep control of the ball on our side, then I think there's a chance. Sounds good. Um, Paul, I know you're a little more skeptical. You think the Steelers have a chance? How do you think the Steelers could win this game? I think that, I mean, I, there's always a chance. Uh, I think our the Steelers' biggest key is going to be the single-season sack king of T.J. Watt. Uh, as has been alluded to, if if we can keep pressure on him, on Mahomes, that's greatly going to increase our chances. Um, I, I'm assuming, based on this season so far, that we will be losing significantly at halftime. Um as long as the defense keeps it reasonable, uh, we'll, the Steelers will mount one of their fourth-quarter comebacks and make it close. So there's always a chance. Sounds good. Well, thanks, everybody, for checking out Behind the Silk Curtain um, Power Half Hour uh, with the guys from Ohio, me, Joe, and Paul. Check out all the other podcasts on our, our station. Um and podcasts don't work. I, I'm thinking about uh, Jeff Hartman, uh, our fearless leader. Uh, he's involved with several different podcasts, uh, from the post game podcast that appears right after the Sears game. Uh, also, a couple times a week, he does his Less Ride podcast, where uh, he goes over Sears stuff and takes questions from the audience. Uh, check out him, his podcast, and all the other podcasts on the network. Keep up to date with the latest news by going to Behind the Steel Curtain. We've got writers that uh, keep up to date with everything happening in Steeler Country. And, you know, just, just this is definitely a one stop shop for any type of Steelers news uh, that you're craving. Uh, for Joe and Paul, it's Chris. Have a great night, everybody, and uh, enjoy the game on Sunday. <laughs>